do awesome with Allison and Eric too. Hooray! It, it was your birthday. It was. It seems like uh, so long ago. I, it was yesterday. I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the sexy, the talented, the slightly older but definitely wiser, Mr. Eric Robertson. That's me. Um, I didn't realize people get confused about my last name because if you follow me on Instagram, I use Faulkner as my last name, but I I always introduce you as Mr. Eric Robertson. And I was like, why do people even know Robertson? Like, I never use that. Why? Did, and then I realized I introduce you that way every... Every week. Every week. That's nice if people listen to the podcast. Yeah, thanks, guys. That's nice of you. Hey, we are really excited that you're here. I'm going to say you're lucky that you're here only because... <laughs> Only because of how good this episode is. Welcome to episode 127, You Matter, a poem and wisdom from Daryl Zapasi. Daryl is amazing. He is incredible. And I'm going to tell you how this episode came together. So last week, I was so fortunate to be able to go to the most amazing event here in Provo. And to give you some context, in Provo, Utah, in Utah, I think as a state, it's less than 1% black. I've had people come and visit and they just their jaws drop because sometimes because of the lack of diversity. There's definitely different different minority populations here, but but Provo specifically, lots of times people refer to as a bubble. So this was a really uh, amazing event that was organized called Hear Their Voice, and it was a night of unity with black and brown speakers of the Provo community. It was honestly, she starts crying just talking about it again, but it was it was honestly just such a beautiful, beautiful night to, to hear so many experiences, to hear stories, to be in unity with people saying we care, we hear, we don't understand, but we want to do better and given real action items. One beautiful human there who got up and spoke was Daryl Zapasi. And he stood up to the microphone and I'll talk about this. He stood up to the microphone and he goes, can we all just take a breath in and out? And I, and I I looked around and anybody who knew me was like, oh, Allison's already in love. And he continued to share this poem called You Matter. This is how this podcast episode is going to work. I found Daryl afterwards. Luckily, I had a friend who knew him, my friend Nate Wynn. He introduced us. And I said, Daryl, would you please come and share that on our podcast? We loved each other right off. His energy is amazing. He, so we're going to start the podcast. He's going to read the poem. I hope that you come back and listen to the poem. I hope you share the poem. I hope you champion his words. And then Daryl was so freaking amazing to share with us how he came to write such incredible poetry, his life experience. I didn't really have any expectations. I thought he can talk for five minutes if he wants or he can open up. You'll see that Daryl opens up and shares so many beautiful parts of his life, such wisdom. It was just such an uplifting conversation. One of the things that I loved is, Eric, did you notice how Spike was just curled up on Daryl the whole time? Yeah, Spike... Spike chooses people he loves. He doesn't love that many people, but he loved Daryl. He he literally, like, I was almost jealous because I'm sitting on the couch and Daryl's, like, on the other side of the couch. Spike was just on top of Daryl. Like, he just loved him. I think because he just has this amazing warm energy. Yeah, he's got good so energy. let's get straight to the interview. I'm so honored to share it with you. Here we go. Do you know that you matter? In a world that hates you without cause, magnifies your flaws, and picks apart your sores, Do you know that you matter? In a world that denies your existence, is deaf to your voice and blind to your exuberance, do you know that you matter? In a world that takes from you your very breath, or that of your mother, father, sister or brother, a world dependent on your inner death, do you know that you matter? In a world that preys on your peace, devours your freedom and offers no release, do you know that you still matter? I'm here to remind you that you matter and that you have always mattered. Until that little voice that lives inside regains its strength, I'm here to remind you that you matter. The little voice inside that fights for you, do you fight for it? 
the still small voice that stands up to free you when the world's weight has shackled and chained you that's the voice i'm here to speak to that's the voice even now i speak through it's the voice that led martin to fight till his death even when his own brothers left him at the altar at the riverside church the voice that lifted malcolm when his entire nation betrayed him as he began to find himself and when he returned from mecca this was the voice that maya angelou spoke through this is the voice i hope to speak to this very same voice my heart now speaks through this still small voice is what will slowly heal you is the only one that has never left you is the only one that will never leave you it's your most prized possession never let them take it from you it lives deep within behind all your pain it's the one treasure you can always regain the one that will always whisper i love you again and again this still small voice only serves to remind you that you matter we matter i matter it says life matters black lives even now still and always will matter all life it's true surely does matter the next time your heart is heavy when your eyes are full and your back is bruised listen to that voice within find stillness and stop lean your ear within can you hear it you matter you matter as you are where you are you matter feel it in your heart your breath your life before you seek to hear it out there feel it in here i matter once you feel it within trust it within only then will you see it without i will say this one more time a million times you matter your love matters your dreams matter your very hopes matter once you know it nothing else will matter once you know it nothing else will matter now listen do you hear it i'll ask you one last time do you know that you matter daryl thank you so so much for sharing that for writing it because writing can be so hard it yeah it's true sometimes even just getting to the place where you allow those thoughts to flow out of you it's just like so cathartic like it's so cathartic even there yeah just when i heard you say that you know when i heard you recite it the first time when i read the words again when i listened to it earlier today and just ugly cried hearing you say it now i think one of the reasons it's just one of the many reasons it's so beautiful is because i can tell you believe it Yeah. And that just the 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 impact of that. So, Daryl, how'd you get to be so amazing? So, <laughs> how do you how are you so great? Is the number one question. The, the, no, the number two question is tell me why you wrote that, how you wrote that. I mean, it's obvious in some ways, but not. So, I would just mm-hmm. love to to hear when you wrote it the process or just anything you want to share about it well first off let me just say thank you so much it feels amazing i think to 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 validate yourself when you've done something well but there's something magical you know when another 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 spirit can affirm what your spirit is telling you and say yeah that's true so thank you tremendously for yeah. for that i think the space that i was in when i wrote that i think with all that's going on you know black lives matter and then we've got um uh, coronavirus as well and we've just been in a space as people where we're just being challenged we're being challenged i think when corona hit and we're being forced to stay at home some people some people some of us we enjoy being at home in our own space but some of us we thrive on the outside and meeting people mingling we feed off that energy and then have that taken away it's hard it's painful and then now with corona kind of seemingly coming we're coming out of it and then this um i think george floyd he gets um, murdered and i think the black body definitely felt it like oh my gosh one of us yeah. but i think what we often overlook is even in the white body in even the police body i think their heart also feels that as well and so the morning i wrote this poem i just gone off it was um saturday morning and i was on instagram and i saw the protests and just all this just chaos going on and i was like okay so i'm not going to do social media today because this is a challenge in and of itself yeah. um and i thought let me just write and so as i was writing it was almost as if the energy that i felt on social media it's 
at first you'll see chaos, people are burning things down, breaking things. But when you look deeper into it, people are in pain, people are suffering. And so as I began to write, I feel like I almost began to, that's the message that came out. What would I say to these individuals if I could go there and sit with them? And moreover, if I was in that space where I'm so hurt, I'm so depleted, I'm so diminished within myself that I need to go out there and turn this police car upside down so somebody can see my pain. What would I want somebody to say to me? And so that's kind of the space that I was writing in because I believe that if we know that we matter, if I know that, I'm, that I make an impact, if I know that I'm important, I know that I don't need to put anybody down. I know that I don't need to dim anybody else's shine. If I know that I matter, I know that I don't need anything from anybody else. What I have within myself is enough. I am enough. I'm good enough. And so if I if I don't need to go out and break anything, if I can just speak to a friend, call a friend, if I can just put a post up, if I can just within myself, I'm enough. And I feel like there's a lot of you are not enough going on out there. And I think... That's kind of the space that I was in. That was the message I feel like that came through me in that moment that people need to know that they are enough, you know? I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. I really, I just, what, Eric doesn't have a microphone right now, but like, you see, you see, you see why. It. It's just so beautiful. There's just so much beauty. And so how... Did you get to this place? Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Like, because and I said a little bit of this in the intro. Daryl's from Zimbabwe. Yeah. Pronounce your last name for me so I get it right. <laughs> it's Zapasi. So it's like it's like a bzz, but instead of the B, Z, Z, Zapasi. It's yeah. Zapasi. Yeah. So you came to Utah. Yes. See, like my intonation, Utah, from Zimbabwe mm -hmm. in 20, 2013. 2013. Mm -hmm. And you've been in Provo, Utah since 2016? 2015. 2015. May 2015. Okay. This level of insight, this is a spiritual journey. Yeah. And the, the moment you stood up, you did what, obviously I'm going to love something I do. You did what I do during a lot of podcast episodes at almost every keynote. Mm -hmm. As I said, well, everybody just take a breath with me. Yes. And we breathed in. Let's, let's do it now, right? Yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. Getting to a place where, I'm a biased opinion, but I believe that getting to a place in your life where you realize the importance of a breath. Yeah. There's so much depth. There's just so much depth. And so do you care to share any moving from Zimbabwe or is this something you learned in your childhood or how have you come to this deep understanding of you matter that that your reaction because that's a personal reaction mm -hmm. to hurt and chaos and deep pain yeah. is your reaction was I wish that I could hold these individuals and tell them that they matter holy crap, that's an amazing reaction, right? And, and, and not to say that was your only reaction and that there wasn't mm -hmm. other emotions, right. but just what was your journey? I rephrased the question, how did you get so awesome? Because <laughs> that's this podcast, you know? Let's, yeah. let's help me be more like you, you know? I would say, I mean, obviously, I think my entire life has led to this point, duh. But I wasn't always this introspective i wasn't always this deep you this know zen. <laughs> this like zen, zen. Yeah. <laughs> this balanced <laughs> this in tune in alignment um i think it's been a journey that started about a year and a half ago before then i was just i think being in utah being black in utah um and being uh charismatic instantly people are, you're popular you know because you're, oh, yeah. you're fresh you're 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 new and you're different and so I'd always been popular and had a lot of friends and it was so much fun parties this and that but there was no depth mm. and I think it really hit me when um so I'm, I'm divorced by the way it's like I don't know anything about you <laughs> Daryl I don't know this if I had known that it would have also told me a lot okay I told you Daryl and I are really new best friends yes yeah. we're very fresh how so, long were you married for? I was married for a year and a half. Okay. Um, and uh, we got married April 19th, 2017. And our divorce was final October 5th, 2018. Coming out of that marriage to a woman, it was 
I think divorce is traumatic for anyone, no matter what. There was no right or wrong in our marriage. Things just didn't work out. But coming out of that, I realized that I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what my favorite color was. I just didn't know who I was. I didn't even know if I was a good person. Mm. And somebody, I saw someone talking about, oh my gosh, I love myself so much and I'm so happy. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm I, I'm, I'm pretty social and I'm, I, I enjoy my own jokes. Do I love myself? I mean, mm. I think I'm kind of my good person. And I started asking everybody, my close friends, yo, do you think I'm a good person? And a lot of them were like, yeah, of course, I think so. And then uh, one of my friends, James... James the Mormon, you guys probably know him in the music. He was like, well, I mean, we all have our bad things, you know, but you definitely, you definitely do good things. And I was like, what? I was offended. I was like, you know, and he was the first person that told me anything besides, yeah, you're a good person. And so that challenged me to think, okay, wait a minute. Am I a good person? I don't know. And then at that point... I'm LDS as well, but at that point, I had to put everything aside. I put the church aside. I put my opinions about what the church was, what my, what anybody had told me about who I was. I had to put that aside and to learn for myself. I started meditating. I started um, just really doing a lot of introspection. Who is Daryl? Who is Daryl? And as I began to do that, I started to notice the pain that I was in. I realized how much suffering I was in. I started to remember. So my growing up, my childhood, very formative, my childhood, uh, my dad was very physically and emotionally abusive towards me. And that really diminished my self-worth because he was somebody that if, if he can just believe in me, I'll believe in myself. Done. I believe he loves me. I believe he's a great dad, the best I could have ever had. But our interaction caused me to feel like I was not enough. It caused me to diminish myself. It caused me to act out in a way that diminished myself. I believed I, I believed I wasn't enough. And so I acted as if I wasn't enough. Whenever I'd be around people, I needed to have all these people around me because I wasn't enough alone. I needed to be the center of attention because I wasn't enough alone. I needed to have validation from everybody else. The validation I was seeking from my father, essentially, because I didn't have it from myself. And so through meditation, I began to feel all the pain that I was feeling and I had to heal from it. So I started going to therapy and talking about it. And when I tell you that undid everything, oh my goodness, I remember the one day in therapy. So as a child, I think eight or nine, I was abused as a child. It was during the time when my parents were separated and I didn't have my dad again there to reaffirm that, you know, you're good enough, you're okay. And just, you know, to be my knight in shining armor, he wasn't there for me to do that. And as I was talking about that, how it came up, I realized I was carrying the weight of all that. So because this individual had, had just done whatever he wanted with my body, I had thrown my body away. It wasn't mine anymore because some man could just come and take it. So if anybody can just come and take it, it's not mine. I don't want it. I'm not important enough to... I, I, I'm just not important because somebody could just come and do that whatever they want and, and, and that's okay. So I must not be important. But the day when I started to confront that, talk about that in therapy, initially in the, in the, in the session, I didn't cry. I had a box of tissue. I thought I was going to cry. But it was only until I left, walked out. Literally, I have never cried like that in my entire life. It was almost like all the weight that I was carrying just started to flow out through 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 my tears and then as i'm just letting it go letting it go letting it go i i entered into a space of i was really by myself for the next few months because i just didn't feel like anybody understood me and Can so ask you a question yeah really quick first off just thank you for sharing so openly and sharing so beautifully of course had you been carrying this your whole life had you addressed any of this pain no. until this point literally for the whole 27 26 years of my life i was carrying that weight carrying my mom doesn't even know nobody nobody knew any of these things you know what i mean in zimbabwe we have a culture of very it's, it's what happens in the home stays in the home you know what i mean we don't talk about our issues out there it almost translated to where even with with myself i hadn't had those conversations i really had painted this abuse as i glorified and glamorized it if you had asked me before this season i would have thought i had a pretty normal childhood mm. but when i began to face the truth of my past the truth of my history like that wasn't okay that wasn't right this did happen to you yeah. i had to own it like yes 
you were abused. Yes, your father was like this. Yes, your experience is this. Accept it, Daryl. It's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had to accept it, face it. And as I began to face it, I then began to see the truth everywhere else. So when I saw the pain in me, the truth of the pain in me, I would then see it and everyone around me, you know, my friends, those closest with That's me, just in so people. so beautiful, though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I know I, mean, I sound like morbid to say that so beautiful, but I'm reading a book called Radical Acceptance. Oh, okay. You are going to love it. Okay, it's okay. It's such a good book. And she, it's Tara Brock, and she's a therapist. And there's a mom who is trying to apologize to her daughter that she didn't know was being abused. Mm. And the mom says... And this just hit me like a ton of bricks yesterday. I was so wrapped up in my own pain, I couldn't see yours. Yeah. And so why I say that's beautiful. And and again, with your poem and the riots and George Floyd and all that pain that's been, you know, just stirred. Yeah. Your, again, your reaction to that pain was to see the pain in those around you, where I think most of our tendency is to be so wrapped up in our own pain, I can't see yours. Yeah. And so that's sorry. That's why I said that's beautiful. No, that makes sense. That's but I, I so feel beautiful. like it's it's a human. It's I think it's that happens sometimes to get wrapped up in your own pain because yeah. pain is pain is hard. Oh yeah, suffering is it's it's a challenge. You know, it's 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 it it really is difficult. And sometimes I feel like sometimes it's not even self for one to be wrapped up in their own pain. It almost is just like if you can find someone who can step out of their pain to sit with you in your pain. Wow, you are so blessed even for those five minutes because it really is heavy work. It's difficult. And so anybody who doesn't want to do their self-work, I don't blame you. It's a challenge. Yeah. But anyone who can, the experience, how freeing that is. The, 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 it's so lovely for me, after having suffering and still suffering, you know, life is, life is going to be suffering. But to be able to, I love nothing more than to sit with a friend and they tell me what's, what they're going through and we can sit and navigate through it. Because it feels lonely. It feels isolating. It feels like you're in isolation when you're working through whatever no matter how small the issue is but it's so magical to have somebody who can sit with you in the situation they don't have to come and fix it but just if you can even just enter the room with me that's yeah. so rare but it's so freeing and i think more of us need to, to we need more of that we need we more of us need to be that way i think i don't know i don't know i think we need more of that absolutely <laughs> you know I mean, you're... <laughs> absolutely there's I just love that so much. I want to read a little part of your poem. I just would love to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. And again, thank you so much for what you shared, your experience. So many people are going to be able to hear some of their story and what you said. Your message and your heart and your exuberance, right? <laughs> yes. I guess that's the word that comes to me is just your exuberance. Like it's going to give hope. I know that. And I'm just so, Amen. I'm so honored to get to share it. Um, and so you're talking about the voice, the voice that led Martin to fight, mm -hmm. the voice that lifted Malcolm, the voice that Maya Angelou oh, spoke through, the voice I hope to speak to, the very same voice my heart now speaks through. <gasps> Come on, <laughs> Daryl, tell me about that, that voice. What do you, what do you, what do you think that is? I think... Ooh, that voice. One, I think we all definitely have it. I think that voice is, is, is my spirit. It's our spirit. It's our inner selves, our inner child. It's a voice that in, in, in a lot of us is so suppressed by mm. the voices of the world, the mm. voices of everybody telling you who you are. But I think that voice is really, it's, if, if, our, if my heart had a voice and could put words together, I think that's what it is. It's telling me, listen, I know that person over there looked at you like you're crazy, but I know you're not crazy. I know those people out there say that you're lying and that it's not true. But listen, I know it's true. I know that they, they, they call you names. They call you ugly. They call you racist. They call you just dumb, you know, but you are not that. You are clever. You are beautiful. You are 
intelligent you are resourceful you know what i mean like that's the one voice one that's never left you which is true but is accessible to you it's a matter of listening to it it's a matter of coming to a stillness coming to a pause within yourself just stopping that's why i love the breath because i think i think that that single breath i believe is a whole meditation just that breath Mm. but when you can stop sit take that breath and sit and be quiet you can hear it speak to you but we we don't find those times to be quiet that's why i was so grateful honestly for the corona time because it really forced us to sit still and pause you, there's no work going on to so sit at home there's nothing to do outside to so sit at home there's no social gathering so sit at home sit at home and just listen just listen for one second and I think just in listening to yourself, the one thing that's been with you, this little voice, why I say it saved me and it'll save you is because as you were suffering any kind of anguish, pain or anything, that's the little, it, it was with you right there with you. It was sitting with you as you were crying by yourself. After your breakup, it was sitting with you. In the midst of my divorce, that's the voice that was telling me, get up, keep going. That In the middle of um, whatever challenge I've faced, this voice was there with me. Daryl was there with me during the abuse with my dad, during the abuse as an eight year old. Daryl was with me they're experiencing it with me I was never alone and that's the voice that's now speaking to me telling me I was with you when it happened I saw what happened you are not guilty you are not to blame how do I know because I was there I saw you I was there with you I can defend you and I'm defending you now you are good enough you didn't do anything wrong you've always been good enough you know and I feel like if we all were able to just sit with that voice there would be healing all over the place all over the place I love that. When you described it almost as the voice of your heart, your spirit, I just saw this like beautiful visual image of almost like this line being drawn from my heart to your heart, to Eric's heart, to my Angelou's heart. I love that. Right? To to Martin's heart, right? Yeah. To, to To all the hearts that you describe in your beautiful poem, but then also also right now, I think you just have, you have such a beautiful, peaceful perspective. I do think that there's always anger. Mm-hmm. And I in no way, you know, want to discount or dismiss that anger. No. And I feel like anger is also an important part of that process. Mm-hmm. And I feel like coming through or even navigating or sitting with that anger. And I think sometimes it's easy, you know, if people are feeling angry, mm-hmm. they hear maybe something like this. Right. And it can almost feel like it dismisses their anger. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? I can see that. Anger is a, is, a, is a powerful emotion. Every emotion is a powerful emotion. Mm-hmm. But I believe, what I believe, not but, but what I believe is that everything is purposeful. So even the anger, when you feel anger, when I feel anger, mm-hmm. I stop. Okay, I am angry. I'm not happy about this. I get curious about the anger. What's mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. here? This anger is going to teach me something. Even whatever negative emotion, whatever negative thing, to, to, to feel this peace and, and love and goodness, and it does not dismiss anger. Um, Maya Angelou, in her poetry, she says a lot of really beautiful, beautiful, magical things. But she's also speaking about some really terrible, dark, painful, ugly things. But even those things are instructive. Even those things are building a beautiful image. Even those ugly, the ugliness is very much, a, the ugliness is a much is a much a part of the beauty as all the pretty things all around it. All of it needs to be acknowledged. The ugliness of, of, of my abuse, the ugliness of, of, of uh, George uh, Floyd being murdered. Th- this is all ugly. This is all yeah. not fun. But there's there's instruction there's a message there there's something that's being told to you there and so i believe if you're feeling angry feel anger don't take it out on me though you know what i mean hopefully not on anyone but definitely not on not on me by all means but recognize that you know i am angry take yourself on a walk let's discuss the anger let's let's unpack the anger what did this person do that made me angry and also another thing I feel like no one can make you feel any kind of way. You are in control of how you feel. But recognizing that okay there's anger here, what happened? And I need to make an I need to make I need to act uh, as a result of this anger. But act in love though, you know what I mean? But recognize that anger is there. It's present, but learn from it. As as you would learn from love and beauty, as well learn from from anger and ugliness. Learn from everything. Daryl, it's really hard for me not to go here, so we're only going to go here quickly. Please, let's go there. 
what do you want to do with all this knowledge? <laughs> because so so part of my life is um, Allison's brand school and I do corporate consulting, brand consulting. Mm-hmm. I help people take the messages that are in their heart and do something with them. Okay. And so do you're a poet mm-hmm. and you share your beautiful words on Instagram. Yeah. And I saw on your Instagram, but you sharing your poetry is new. Yes. New, newer. Yes, it newer is. And so is. The, the reason I bring it up mm-hmm. is because people are listening to this podcast. Okay. Yeah. I'm here. You don't have to decide right now, but do you want people to hire you to come share your poems? Do you want to write a book of poetry? Do, like, what do you want to... <laughs> you don't have to tell me everything, but what do you want to do? And then let's see if we can make that happen. So, no. um... <laughs> right, done. Not, not that I have the power, but... Oh, you do. I trust have the me. Enthu- you have the power. I have the enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, so, I, I've actually... I love when you said that you're writing a book because I've, I've just finished writing a book. <gasps> And so the poetry thing really is new because where it came out of is I started writing poetry. Initially, there were letters to myself that Mm. I was writing to myself as I was working through all these, all the pain of my past. So each evening, because I didn't have anybody to sit with me who understood what I was going through Mm. to give me advice, I had to write letters to myself. And so that's kind of where they all came from. And so my goal with my book of poetry is to hopefully um, have people be able to have it and help and help and have it be like... Uh, something that can aid them along their journey. What do I want to do with it? Well, here's the thing. What I like about everything Mm -hmm. is that all of this journey Mm -hmm. that led to you finally unpacking this very heavy pain Mm -hmm. stemmed from the question, am I a good person? Yeah. And what I love about that, because if I was going to, you know, get into it with you, right? I love that. First, you go, what is a good person? Mm. What does a good person even mean? And for me, because I get so obsessed with this idea, I'm a good person, I'm a nice person. Mm -hmm. Well, then I've got a public platform. People come at me and they're like, you made this mistake, you did this wrong. I was racially insensitive here. I mean, even right now Mm. where I'm like, "What? oh my gosh, I've been so blind. So many different things. Mm. And then what can happen is if my worth and identity is tied up in my definition of being a good person, yeah. and then that meaning of good person is challenged, you can just melt into nothingness. You this can get angry. You can fight. And so I think it's such an interesting concept is what started this whole journey for you and led to so many places. And this is just, you know, from this conversation, I'm sure there's it's so multifaceted. Mm-hmm. But in this telling of it was that question of, Am I a good person? Am I a good person? What is it? What does that mean to be a good person? And I can't remember the philosopher, but but he says that you could gain insight every single day by essentially just asking the question over and over again, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Mm, I agree. Do you know 1,000%. what book that's from? I can't remember. We'll find it. We'll find it. But <laughs> but that's what I feel like you did. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like you did. So instead of me saying, what do you want to do? Because that is such a freaking westernized <laughs> what, thing to say is like, well, what are you going to achieve and make money with this? Right? Like, yeah. no, what you have focused on. Sorry, if people could see how big my hand gestures have gotten. <laughs> um, what, what you've been focusing on is who do I want to be? Yeah. And in that journey of who do I want to be? This beautiful book of poetry has emerged. Yeah, exactly. This unpacking of pain has emerged. Exactly. So don't for one second let me spiral you with that question of what do you want to do? Because I think the fo- the focus of who do I want to be has brought you so yeah. far. Yeah, actually 1,000%. I think what it what it leads me to is uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. Um, and what that means to me is seek yourself. Seek being in alignment with yourself. Seek just be in, at peace with yourself. Just pursue being your best self and all these things are going to follow you. Yes. Success is going to follow yes. you. Opportunity will follow you. It's hard for me to say. I mean, there's definitely things that I want to do in my life. I want to go back to Zimbabwe and really help empower the people of Zimbabwe Beautiful. to help them learn that they matter. You know what I mean? And build businesses that they can then be a part of and, you know, all these kinds of things. I think my thing is 
all I'm doing is, I think, focusing on who am I? What am I doing? What can I, how can I serve in this moment? Mm-hmm. So, for example, how it came for me to speak at this event, it's not that I was looking for speaking gigs. All I'm doing is focusing on being my best self and encouraging where I can. And Kweku called me one day, hey, we're doing this thing. Please come and speak at it. Okay, sure, I'd love to. And I spoke at that event or even with this book that, you know, now could potentially be a book and then sell and then make money. All it was for me was me writing down my story, my experience, just to document my experience. And then maybe I can share it with someone and it could be there for them. As I just focus on that, all these small different things will kind of come along. So, you know, I don't know. If I, I feel like if I could grab every human on the planet, because this is me, this is me wanting to grab myself and be like, calm the freak down and just be. Yeah. And I love the concept. There's a beautiful book called Effortless Mindfulness. Hmm. I have so many books for you. <laughs> but, um, you that I think you will love. But this concept of even like effortless, awesome, effortless action Mm. and on the podcast we've even talked about it before as inspired action versus frantic action yes and what i'm hearing you say in your experience is this inspired effortless action and it's not that you don't put in work and it doesn't take but i don't think that work is the opposite of effort i think that force and Mm. um, hustle and coercion and control are the opposite of effortless yes right and so that's what it sounds like is as you be yeah this inspired effortless action yeah is surrounding you yeah and now you're on the podcast. <laughs> now I'm on the podcast. Guys, I've made it. Really. No, no, but really I mean, though. And now people are going to hear your poems. And then when your book comes out, I'm going to push it to the world and try to get everyone else I know to push it to the world because we need more poetry. And people forgot maybe for a minute. And like about poetry, right? Yes, guys, yeah. you need it. We need love. Right now. Right Especially. now. Especially right now. Okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot and then we're going to wrap up. Are you ready? How I'm are ready. you feeling? Great. Amazing. You did, you're doing so good. Okay. I love Um, you. So I'd love for you to share maybe three either tools, tips, things you do. Like, is it meditation? Is it a certain song going for a walk? Kind of three tools or things you do to help you feel a little more awesome (laughs) than you did before. When, when you're feeling your, your energy go low or you're mm-hmm. feeling you're trying to navigate some hard emotions, what are some tools or things you like to do? And you, just three is fine. Um, okay. So number one is meditation for sure. Every day I make sure at least 15 minutes of meditation because before I, before I hear from everybody else, I need to hear from myself first. I love that. Um, Can I ask you, mm-hmm. how do you like to meditate? Do you like music? Do you like just stillness? Do you set a timer? Do you do guided tracks? So I actually do um, a lot of guided meditations. Right now I'm doing this 15 minute one every day. It's, it's like a 21 day meditation and um, it's different sounds every time, but I do different mantras in, awesome. I don't know what language it is, but do <laughs> mantras for like 10, 15 minutes. I just go, go, go. And then he times me and everything. And that's it for the Can day. Can we link to that? Can we share what that yes, is? Yes, yes. It's, okay, it's Deepak get... Chopra. Oh, I love Deepak Chopra. Right? <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it the one he's doing on his Instagram? It's the 21 day guided uh, abundance meditation. Okay. I freaking love Deepak Chopra. Okay. I'm so glad you said that because I saw it and I was like, I should really get into that. Okay. Lovely. Okay. I'm love that. T- okay. We'll, we'll so meditation, it. but even I love sharing what, but then also how. Mm. right to make it more accessible so i love that you shared that it's like oh meditation but here's how yes. daryl is this is the meditation, that meditation. I use. okay so that was number one love it um number two i love myself oh. but what does that mean right oh, i love it um so you know how like you've got a relationship with your husband yeah. and the things that you'll do so he feels love maybe it's breakfast in bed or um you'll iron his shirt or i don't know what you guys do for each other i don't I, know i tickle i use my nails to tickle his back there you go That's you tickle I, his back he loves it yeah so i make it a practice every day to show myself, Daryl, I love you. First of all, I tell myself, Daryl, I love you. But I also do little things. So for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, if I'm at home, I set the table. I have um, a placemat, forks, knives, and everything. I go all out. Every Thursday, I do bubble bath. I make sure there's candles, there's music. And I talk to myself, how are you doing? Oh my gosh, you're so funny. You are so handsome. I, you know what I mean? So yes, I love I myself. <laughs> That's 
kind of crazy, isn't it? Eric, Eric is just pointing at me. You do it too. I talk to myself all day. Like I go to transition and I'll just be like, hey, 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 it's you're doing great. You're right. Hey, Allison, Allison. Calm down, you're doing awesome. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Thanks, Allison. Yes, so, I am doing good. <laughs> and, and I've seen this on your Instagram, even just in the last week as we've become lifelong best friends, that you'll say, Daryl, I love you. Yeah. And and I don't really practice saying, Allison, I love you. Yeah. With that amount of sincerity and depth. Because I'll be like, hey, you're doing great. Kind of like in a, and there's there's a little bit of distance there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying to like my neighbor across the street, hey girl, looking good. Like, <laughs> you know, but to stop and just like, like I am looking you in the eyes and saying, Daryl, I love you. Yeah. Just to have that, to reflect that back on yourself as a practice. Transformative. You are changing lives. I hope so. You're I honestly. <laughs> I love good that. One. I think what Check. it is, is my light is just your light and your light and then your light. We're all just yeah. igniting each other's lights. I love it. I love it so much. Um, okay. So that's two. Yeah. And then number three, what do I do? Let's say, and I don't want to interrupt, but mm-hmm. let's say you're feeling like your mood. So both meditation and, and I love you practice, as I'm going to call it, are like almost preventative mm-hmm. or not preventative, but just like good daily practices. Right. Let's say you are feeling... When I've had a what's, long what's kind day. of your go-to emotion? Do you get anxious? Do you get depressed? Do you get mad? Um, so after a long day, it's so funny. I'll, uh, so I won't even notice it, but I'll just start to feel just depleted, sometimes tired. Okay. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll have anxiety. I feel it in my knees. Or sometimes depression, not so much. But whenever I'm feeling down, yeah. it was so funny. One day I had just the longest day, and it was a Tuesday. Th- uh, Thursdays are my bath days, but it was a Tuesday. And just randomly, I saw myself running myself a bathtub, running running myself a bath, doing bubbles. Then I realized, oh my gosh, I'm taking care of myself. That's kind of my go-to, okay, Daryl, I can see you're going through it. Let's put you in the bath and just relax. So I think that's definitely one of the things. I love that. Um, But what what do I do? What else do I do when I'm just down? Do you know, I, I think... What I do is, like, for example, this past week, after I'd seen everything on social media, I just stayed in bed. I, 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 pra- I practice self-compassion. When I'm not yeah. doing okay, okay, Dow, you're not okay. I'm somebody that wakes up early in the morning, makes the bed, does breakfast. I've got a routine. But in moments where I'm not feeling it, it's okay if you don't do the dishes. It's okay if you don't make the bed. It's okay if you stay in bed an extra hour. Let's watch a movie. I know you've got an assignment due or work due. Let's push it um, another hour. Text them and see if you can if you can push the deadline. But what what can I do for you? I, I really, that's kind of my thing. It's like, it's almost like I go to somebody else. Hey, I'm having a bad day. Help me out. If it's watching a movie, we'll watch a movie. If it's staying in bed longer, we'll stay in bed longer. Mm. Yeah, I don't even know how to put that into a into no, thing. No, that's you. So normally we phrase it, how do you fix it? How do you get out of it? And yeah. I've even tried to change my language around things like that where I say, how do you navigate it? How do you respond mm. to it? And and I love what you did is you said, I just almost, I feel like what you just said is I honor it. I honor it. I love it. Because that's what you just described to me. Oh, I you love that so much. It, you feel it. Mm-hmm. You let it go through you. I'm telling you what you do. But <laughs> <laughs> tell me about myself, Alison. Yeah. And, and then I see you. What I see for you is, um, and you just honor it, and you just let I it freaking it. be. Yeah, you know, gosh, because yes. it's hard out there sometimes. Yes. Oh my gosh, it really is, Daryl. Let's get everybody to follow you on Instagram as a bare minimum. It's D-A-R-R-Y-L-D-Z-A-P-A-S-I. And we'll link to that in the show notes. How can people support you? They can follow you on Instagram. Is there any other way they can show you love? Definitely go to his Instagram. Tell him you loved this episode. Tell him what you learned. Champion, share his work, your beautiful words. Yeah. Champion his... His voice, everything that you're sharing is so beautiful. I think what you can do for me mm-hmm. is stop, pause, and tell yourself, I love you. I mm. think, we, I don't know how often we tell ourselves, like you said, honestly, I love you. But when you, when you love yourself, 
that love is going to be felt by everyone around you. And so for you to tell yourself that you love yourself, you're loving me as well. So I would say if you can do one thing for me, stop, pause, and tell yourself, self, I love you. Daryl, I love you. Oh, I Al- love you too. Allison, I love you. <laughs> Yay! I love you. Yay, guys. Thank you so much. Amazing. Amazing. I want you guys... Because I know there's no possible way you weren't touched or moved or enlightened or inspired or feel more awesome than you did before after listening to Daryl. So can we support him? It seems like such a small thing, but one way to support content creators is go and follow them on Instagram, support their work, share this podcast, encourage people to listen to the poem. Daryl has um, a printed version of the poem on his Instagram. And so I would even encourage you to go back and listen to the poem. I had such a beautiful experience listening to the poem and reading along with the words. So he has that on his Instagram. We linked it to him in the show notes. I just want to thank Daryl again. I want to say how grateful I am for the opportunity that even though the circumstances that led to having an event like the one that I heard Daryl at are so sad and so heartbreaking, there's still such beauty and, and unity. And that was the point of the night that can come out of such hard times. I want you guys to know that Eric and I are committed to anti-racism work. And I don't just say committed, like participating, teaching in our home. I have um, education I'm doing in my work. None None of that, it all matters. But that is to say that the point of this podcast, the point of my work is to help people feel more awesome than they did before. Personal goal is to hold myself accountable to broadening my perspective, broadening my access points so that I can champion, speak to, understand, and have just a deeper, deeper understanding of the world around me so that I can show up and serve and do more good than harm. I think about that often where I'm like, I will cause unintentional pain. I will cause harm even as I try to serve just by not knowing things or ignorance. And that can be hard to sit with. And so I share this because I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels this way. And so lately, that's kind of been my focus where I'm like, well, overall, I hope to do more good than harm. For any harm, I sincerely apologize. For any ignorance, I sincerely apologize. And going forward, rather than sitting in shame, I vow to take action. I'm so grateful to have this platform to share freaking amazing humans like Daryl. Eric, do you have anything? Daryl is a beautiful human. It was just really enlightening. And I'm so grateful that we got to meet him and love his message. Okay, so it's been a minute. We took a little bit of a breather, which for me is good because I don't just want to (laughs) talk. I want to listen. And I feel like that's what we're doing the last few weeks. But we have gotten some reviews. Eric, would you do have a review for us? I do. This is by Meredith E. Taylor. She she says, Allison, my sister introduced me to your podcast after being shook in the best way by your conversation with Lexi Kite. The message on body image resilience made me laugh, cry, and confront ideas that usually scare the crap out of me. Since then, I've been coming back for more, listening to new and old episodes. Thank you for sharing so much of yourself and inspiring me with your words and laughter. I'm a recent medical school graduate and will be keeping your podcast close at hand to help me to continue to uncover my awesome as a general surgery resident. Lots of love to you and Eric, who has tunes that always fit the mood and leave me feeling light. Oh, thank you so much. Tell me the first name again. Meredith E. Taylor. Meredith, we are definitely going to send you some goodies from Party with Allison. So shoot us an email to awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com. And that's Allison with one L. <sighs> you guys, hold on. Hang on. Stay open. Remember that you are eternal that you are expansive, that the only thing you can ever do is surrender and be present (laughs) to the moment that is in front of you. And everything beyond that will just make you go crazy. That's that's what I've been doing. (laughs) That's what I've been doing. Something I've been saying to myself is be here now, be in this moment now, As Daryl said, you matter. And as I say, only you can be you. And you're already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, do you have a song to take us out on? 
I do. This song's called How Does It Feel from our Indie Dance Pop Collection at Pleasant Pictures Music Club. Use code Awesome with Eric for 20% off. Mm-hmm. 